0: love yourself like you'll never love again or some sappy ish like that <laughs> hey you're listening to the authentic with alicia pod i'm your host you can call me a for short in today's episode it's inspired by my cousin's birthday so a little background story for you i come from a dynasty okay maybe it's not that fancy but i want to call it a dynasty because our family is big and when i tell you My mom is one of 21. I got cousins, uncousins, uncousins. We worldwide, international. With that said, today was one of my cousin's birthdays and I wished her a happy birthday via text. She used to be the closest cousin to me. Actually, correction scratch that, the closest person to me growing up. We were two peas in a pod. Where she, when I followed, vice versa, not so much, I was literally her shadow, in all senses of the word. She's three years older than me. I always aspired to be a lot of the things that she was. My undergrad was basically the sister of her undergrad. Like It was inseparable. And of course, as you can tell by the tone of my voice, that's not how the story ends. <laughs> But I still love her enough when we're still family that anytime a holiday or birthday comes around, I always wish her well. So that's what I did today. Then she sent me a picture of a letter. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. The thing about losing vision and going through life legally blind is a lot of people from your past. From before you were diagnosed forget you're blind so I gave her a pass because I'm just like she probably forgot that this is a degenerative eye disease which means that it deteriorates why did I put an extra syllable and deteriorate <laughs> it deteriorates over time and a lot of people forget that so as they've known me last they think I can still see that way but no, no 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 i'm like oh gosh i can't not read this letter whatever she's trying to share with me on her birthday so i do my favorite blind hack you want to know what that is i zoom in into the middle of the text which by the way is 11 fonts so whoever wrote this letter was trying to fit all the words in the world on one page i read the middle passage because chances are You're gonna get an idea of what the top half says and you don't really need to read the bottom of the bottom. The middle is where it's at. I do that with emails too. Don't tell my manager. But when you can't see, you ain't got time to waste your eyesight and all the fluff, okay? So I read the middle and it says something, a spunk air, a blob. I'm like, what is this nonsense I'm reading like? This is some fake poetic wannabe-ish. I read a couple more sentences for the sake of the conversation and context. It dawns on me. I wrote this. So I text her, wow, this is from a long time ago. Honestly, I had no idea what else to say. Then I see a blue bubble pop up. She's like, this made me laugh and it also made me cry. I didn't admit this to her, but this almost made me cry too. On one side, or one hand, whatever the saying is, this couldn't have come at more perfect timing. If you haven't noticed, there's been a theme this week as we do a pod nui or pod where we're talking about personal development and growth but always focusing on the self. On the second hand, this is going to have come at a more painful time. If you listen to my private Patreon pod, you already know where this is going. I'm not going to say too much because I do want to keep the content a little separate. So a little teaser here is that holidays are hard for me. And if you listen to the pot on Monday, the regular pot on Monday, you'll know that it was the Canadian Thanksgiving here, So that gives you the indication of where my head has been at. So I say that all to say that here I am with a picture of a letter that my preteen self wrote to my cousin about all the things I hoped for her and all the things that I loved about her. It was basically like, I don't know if this sounds weird, but just like a, a letter of appreciation to her. I don't think it was for her birthday. I think it was literally like I was bored. I don't know what what kind of time I had, <laughs> but clearly I had time that day. And I just wrote down all these things. I don't know, I didn't read all of it to be honest. So she started to message me because blue bubble after blue bubble popped up, which by the way, if you're texting a visually impaired person, Try to put everything in one bubble, because every time you type a bubble, it bumps up the bubble, and if I'm zooming in to read, or a visually impaired person zooming in to read, it gets bumped out of the screen. It's annoying. So, she sends two bubbles saying how, like, one part of the letter resonated with her, and how sweet it was, and how I had hoped something for her future, and now she's happily living that future. You know, all I could say is like, I'm happy that it worked out for you. That's 2020 me versus pour my heart out 2003 I don't know like back then I had like a personal computer that's what we called it back then you know like the modem that's like a radiator because it makes loud sounds and also heats up your whole home anyways I digress so I'm sitting there with myself now and I'm just like I think this was supposed to be a bonding moment it's like she has this token that she happened to find where I wrote to her all these loving words and affirmations and then I started to sit and realize I don't have anything like that for myself. I journal every single day. I highly recommend you do too. You can choose to just journal about like, today I went to the store, or you can write about the emotions or you can write about what you envision. Just try it for a week and let me know how you like it. But I journal almost every single day and I can tell you That the three or four sentences that I read were nothing at all compared to anything I've ever written in the last 10 years of journal writing. I've never written anything to myself that sweet. And that filled me with sadness, but also it made me realize where I've grown and where else I need to grow. And that's the message I want to share with you guys tonight. In anything you do, remember it's you. It's not selfish. My mom always used to say, don't be selfish, don't be selfish, don't be selfish like your dad. And because of that, I always thought about other people because I didn't want to be this thing that my mom labeled was bad. I didn't realize there was a way to be self-interested or self-considerate or self-compassionate. You can even be a little selfish appropriately in order to put yourself first you can give your best self to others. I didn't know all of this. So having her relate to me how much that letter meant to her sadly in a way made me realize how much i didn't mean to myself at that time and to go one step further to share this with you and hopefully it resonates with you Well, actually scratch that i hope it doesn't i hope you never go through anything like this but if you've ever gone through something like this or will ever go from this i hope you get something from this message don't i don't want to start by saying don't i always hate when people are like don't do this or just do that how about you shut up what i'm trying to say is whatever you're willing to give to someone else, give to yourself. The amount of attention, love, affection, admiration, consideration, compassion, energy, devotion, trust, honesty, love that you're willing to give to somebody else, give to yourself. I'm not saying hoard it and only keep it for yourself. I'm saying whatever you're willing to give to somebody else, give to, give to yourself. Chances are that you're more than likely similar to me where you've been trained or taught or grown up to believe that if you love people the way you wanna be loved, they will love you that way. Eh, that ain't it, usually not the case. So what I'd say, the 2020 version is, treat yourself as well as you'd wanna be treated and give that to people who deserve it. It's the hardest lesson I have learned in my early 20s. And that is why I had to cut some people off cold turkey, put some space and distance between other people, and just decide to let other relationships dissolve, disintegrate, or fade away. When you realize that you've put yourself in a position where the people around you love you because of the love you give to them, it's a good feeling. But when it comes back full circle years later, you realize that if only, and I'm not trying to be regretful here, because it's already gone, it's already passed, there's still a part of me as much as I'm sure there's a part of you when this happens. You look at yourself, i like, what if I gave myself that much love, that much attention? What if I wrote letters like that to myself, figuratively, of course, because ain't nobody got time for that. I'm just saying, I really want to drive this message home, so I'm going to say it again. Whatever you're willing to give to others, give to yourself, whether it's your significant other, your parents, your children, anyone in your family, your job, your education, friends, work-life experiences, adventures, give that to yourself first and foremost. Practice it with yourself. It is so much better to look back and realize that hey, I was good to myself in that moment. Instead of think, wow, this person has a good reflection of something, whereas on my side of things, I feel like I got the short end of the stick. If you're interested, I'll talk about it more in the context of that dynamic in another pod episode. But for the sake of tonight's episode, I just want to say, just give it to yourself. I can't stress it enough my heart and i'm so happy this is a podcast because you would see him teary-eyed is just in a place where so much has been going on in the last couple weeks alone not just because of the holiday not just because of my sight about a lot of things that hopefully one day when i'm comfortable i'll share with you guys and it's all coming together to help me realize that i'm on the right path and sometimes when you're on the right path your feet get tired and that's what i feel like right now like yo, my big toe is sore or something. Like that's what this moment was. It's like I stubbed my toe along the way. It reminded me of how unaware I was of myself before. And I want you to have that awareness going forward that in every single thing you do and everywhere you show up, in everything you embody, everything you want to do, you have to start with you. You can't lose. So on that note, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope that this message reached someone out there that needed it. If you know someone who does, share it with someone you care about. If you haven't already, help this pod grow and let the algorithm know by rate, review, and subscribing. Thanks as always for tuning in. And until tomorrow, (laughs) stay blessed and stay authentic.